Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A special master has been appointed in the legal fight over those documents found at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. President Biden plans to meet with families of NBA star Brittany Griner. On Wall Street, it was a down day at the closing bell. The Dow was off 173, NASDAQ down 167. The S&P lost 45. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. A Trump-appointed Florida federal judge has appointed a longtime New York federal judge to look at documents taken from the ex-president before criminal investigators would be able to look at them further. The Justice Department is expected to appeal that part in short order. Meantime, Trump did a phone interview with conservative radio host Hugh Hewitt. Trump said he declassified the sensitive documents found in unsecured locations at his Mar-a-Lago residence. This, Trump suggested, should absolve him. I have the absolute right to declassify. Absolute. Trump's attorneys have not made this argument in court filings. Legally speaking, it may not matter. Correspondent Major Garrett. Families of two Americans jailed in Russia will meet with President Biden during the day. Relatives of women's hoop star Brittany Griner and executive Paul Whelan. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. He wanted to let them know that they remain uh, front of mind and that his team is working uh, on this every day on making sure that Brittany and Paul uh, return home safely. Meantime, in the war, Vladimir Putin started. Ukrainian authorities report finding a mass burial site near a recaptured northeastern city previously occupied by Russian forces. Also overseas people spending hours in long lines to say farewell to the late British monarch Queen Elizabeth. The state funeral for the Queen on Monday will last around an hour. At the end of the service, the British equivalent of taps will be played. Then there will be a two-minute moment of silence. The Queen's body will then be transported to Windsor Castle, where she will be laid to rest alongside her husband, Prince Philip. On that final journey, she will pass Buckingham Palace one final time. Correspondent Steve Futterman in London. A tentative deal now prevents a strike against the nation's freight railroads, which could have caused serious supply chain and economic disruptions. Also, some rail commuter disruptions on tracks the freight line zone. I think it's really important. I mean, people rely on Amtrak. I mean, transportation for people, for goods, services. On the Weather Watch, CBS's David Parkinson watching Tropical Storm Fiona. It's going to make its closest pass to Puerto Rico early Sunday morning. So it'll probably be level with the western half of Puerto Rico by about 8, 9 in the morning on Sunday. Meantime, firefighters report major progress against a week-old fire in Northern California. With inflation still hot, most everything is costing more, but... Prices for used vehicles are finally starting to decline, down almost half a percent from July to August. Inventory is sticking around longer too. CBS's Christian Benavides in Delray Beach, Florida. Asian financial markets are down pretty sharply. So are the major U.S. market futures. Dow futures now down 189 points. This is CBS News. Here's David and Lisa Stadler of Stadler Nurseries. Stadler's free tree planting sale is back. Now's the perfect time to plant trees for beauty, shade, and privacy. And to take advantage of our popular free tree planting sale. Buy any tree that is $200 or more between September 8th and October 9th and we'll plant it in your yard free if you live within 30 miles of the nursery. Delivery and a one-year warranty are included. Stop by, shop online, or by phone. There's no need to meet with our landscape crew. Call 877-STADLER. WTOP at 103. 
Friday morning, September 16th. Welcome into WTOP. Clear, cool, comfortable this overnight early morning. Lows in the 50s and 60s by daybreak. 60 straight up in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Chopping the stories we're following for you as we do ride into this Friday together. Virginia has this week denied parole to convicted D.C. sniper Lee Boyd Malvo. Virginia's parole board ruling this week that the 37-year-old is still, they say, a risk to the community two decades after he and his partner terrorized the region with a series of random shootings. Malvo was then 17 when he and John Allen Muhammad killed 10 and wounded three over a three-week span in the fall of 2002. Other victims were actually shot and killed across the country earlier as the duo made their way that time, during that time, to the nation's capital from Washington State. Malvo was convicted of capital murder in Virginia, sentenced to life without parole. But a series of Supreme Court rulings and a change in Virginia law gave Malvo the opportunity to seek parole after serving nearly 20 years in custody. A D.C. man will spend the rest of his life behind bars after he was sentenced this week for a double murder back in 2019. It was because one of the victims slept with the defendant's girlfriend. Both 24-year-old Trevor Frazier and 26-year-old Raymond Giles were gunned down in Capitol Heights in 2019. Because of jealousy. State's attorney Aisha Braveboy says 28-year-old Rendell Johnson has been sentenced to two consecutive life sentences plus 40 years. Among the witnesses was Johnson's girlfriend. We had also had an intimate relationship with um, Trevor Frazier. Assistant State's attorney Stephen Smith says Johnson threatened her and told her that he would kill her and anyone that she had slept with. And she says Johnson confessed to the killings, calling Giles collateral damage. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP Friday morning at 105. New this morning on WTOP. Casa Ruby, a D.C. nonprofit that provided that transitional housing to LGBTQ youth, has apparently more than $2 million in unpaid bills and should be dissolved. That is the conclusion of a new report from a foundation ordered by a judge to manage Casa Ruby's legal interest. It came after employees apparently said they had not been paid for months and landlords said that properties were overdue on that rent. The nonprofit's operations came under scrutiny after its founder, Ruby Cardo, uh, was accused of mismanaging the funds. It's received more than $9.6 in grants from D.C. agencies in the last five years. The D.C. Attorney's General's Office said last month it believes that Corrado had left the country for her native El Salvador. Now we turn to an update this early Friday morning here on WTOP on last month's crash at Ireland's Four Courts Pub locally in Arlington. Arlington County Police say all patients injured in that collision have been released from the hospital, and investigators believe the rideshare driver involved apparently suffered a medical emergency at that time just before the crash. Nine people were taken to the hospital after the crash that heavily damaged the restaurant. With no reopening date in sight, at least not right now, for four courts, patrons at a pub in Sherlington stepped up to support a fundraiser this week. Owner Mark Kerwin says it was definitely not a typical Thursday night crowd at Samuel Beckett's Irish pub. The business you're seeing tonight is a representation of how much people love Laura Murphy with the McGrath Morgan Academy of Irish Dance says Four Courts has supported them with opportunities to perform. And so we said, can we contribute? Can we participate in some small way and give back? 
and help raise some funds to rebuild this amazing establishment. The evening also featured music and raffles and a silent auction with everything from hotel stays to golf bags. We even have a divorce attorney who came here offering five hours of, um, of our services. 100% of the proceeds go to the staff and management at Four Courts. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Attention veterans, transitioning service members, and military spouses. Companies in Northern Virginia want to hire you. Interview with more than 40 leading companies and government agencies hiring for more than 10,000 jobs at an in-person career fair on September 21st or virtually on September 22nd. All experience levels welcome. This fair is open to all veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses, and clear talent. So, what are you waiting for? Take the next step in your career. Go to workinnorthernvirginia.com and click on Career Fairs for more. It's Friday, September 16th. Glad you're with us at WTOP, where the time is 1.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Don't oversell it, but right now we're actually not doing so bad. Lots of work zones to step around on the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop. The fun begins after you come off the Legion Bridge before you get to Georgetown Pike and go beneath that work zone. Uh, on, on top, you're going to be getting by the this, this stuff on the outer loop, uh, two lanes to the right. And then the ramp from the outer loop to go west on 66 is down to a left lane of two to get past that work that you'll actually find on 66. We continue on the outer loop after the Little River Turnpike. Two right lanes getting past that work zone. And then on the outer loop after the Springfield Interchange heading toward the Wilson Bridge, the work after the Eisenhower Connector. Before you get to the split for the through and local lanes, it's two left lanes blocked by that work. We go back to 95, head south after Spotsylvania, a left lane blocked by the work, but not much fuss doing it. Some people may have opted to jump off and just avoid it altogether and use Route 1. That's a mistake. We've got crash activity on Route 1 at Massaponics Church Road, and the lanes were blocked in each direction at last report. Northbound traffic on 95, a little sluggish past exit 136. The Centerport Parkway, that's where you'll find the left lane getting past work. On 66, inside the Beltway, the work is before the Dulles Connector Road, and the left lane is blocked, but not much fuss getting past it. Before you get to exit 57 for Route 50, Fair Oaks down to a single right lane, and that will continue all the way to the Fairfax County Parkway. Eastbounders, you'll find the work after 123 with a left lane getting by. Near the Beltway, it's two to the left to get by the work. In Maryland, Greenbelt Road, eastbound near Walker Drive, lanes remain blocked for the crash and the utility work zone. Eastbound traffic diverting at Kenilworth Avenue. It's the D.C. Sports Huddle, sponsored by MGM National Harbor. Visit the visit the Bet MGM Sportsbook and Lounge at MGM National Harbor today to make your sports opinions count. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got some more beautiful weather on tap. If you've enjoyed the last couple of days, you're going to love your Friday. I like to call them Fantastic Fridays for a reason. It's going to be just that. Fantastic. Low temperatures in the low 50s for the most part, uh, around 59, 60 in the city, but warming nicely. Plenty of sunshine, high temperature around 82. On Saturday, going for a high of 84 degrees. On Sunday, high temperature of 88, so the heat moving back in. And on Monday, let's cap it off at 90. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 65 degrees in DuPont Circle, 54 Germantown, 58 this 1 a.m. hour. Friday morning, September 16th in Annandale. We have dropped another degree down to 59 in our nation's capital this 1 a.m. hour. Check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Glad you're with us on WTLP, where the time is 111. If your hair is thinning, there is only one company with the experience to grow your hair back. 
PAI Medical Virginia at 703-763-0118. Why? Their hair transplant technology is trademarked. Nobody else has it. PAI Medical Group has been specializing in hair transplants for over 25 years. Today, you'll receive $1,000 off their trademarked procedure, multi-unit hair grafting, or the Artist Robotic FUE. PAI Medical Virginia is so confident of the results you will have, they are giving you this offer when you call today. PAI Medical Virginia is only one of two clinics in the entire U.S. to have this technology. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com or call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. That's 703-763-0118 and grow your hair back. This is WTOP News. Friday morning, September 16th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early hour. It's 112. A federal judge has this week appointed a senior New York jurist to serve as a so-called special master to review records that were seized during last month's FBI search of Donald Trump's Florida home. Raymond Deary is a former federal prosecutor who also served as a chief judge of the federal court based in Brooklyn. In addition to reviewing the documents, Deary's responsibilities here will be possibly separating any that could be covered by claims of privilege. For more this morning, we turn to Lori Levinson, CBS News legal analyst, for her take. He has an outstanding record, which is why I think that the Justice Department agreed to him. As you mentioned, he's a former federal prosecutor, he's the chief judge, but even more importantly, he spent seven years on the Foreign Surveillance Intelligence Court, which means that he's very familiar with classified documents. He's also a no-nonsense judge, so I think the hope is is that he'll get right to work, especially on those 100 documents the DOJ wanted released, and maybe get those taken care of rather than forcing the DOJ to appeal. Is it possible? Now, that's been extended. The judge extended that date for him to review to November 30th. Is it possible it could be done before then? I think it is. I mean, frankly, I serve as a special master, not in a case like this with classified documents, but in cases involving privilege. And depending on how long the documents are, uh, the judge probably could get through them fairly quickly. I doubt that he actually would need 10 weeks to get through the first 100 documents that are most significant. He might need for all 1,300 documents that were seized. Understood. Now, the judge overseeing the case has rejected a Justice Department request to continue reviewing those records. How is that outlined in the ruling? Well, it, the court basically said, look, we don't want the Justice Department using these records for criminal investigation at all until they're cleared by the judge. But we still have the national security people being able to look at the records to see if there are any immediate risks from those. That was part of the confusion of the court's original order, and I'm not sure how much that's been cleared up at this point. And has the Justice Department been given any leeway in the ruling? This ruling is one that tells the Justice Department, don't look at these until it's reviewed by the special master, rejecting the request by the Justice Department. Now, as I said, the Justice Department just may take an immediate appeal and say that the breadth of this ruling is too broad and that a higher court, first the Court of Appeal, maybe even the Supreme Court, should limit Judge Cannon's order. Lori Levinson, CBS News legal analyst, talking there with our Ralph Fox. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, 1.15, sports time indeed. Mr. Rob Woodford. The Connecticut Sun staved off elimination in the WNBA Finals with a dominant 105-76 Game 3 victory over the Las Vegas Aces, led by an epic performance by a former Maryland Terrapin. Alyssa Thomas tallied the first triple-double in WNBA Finals history and a record-tying third triple-double in her career, telling ESPN. Um, that's what I've been doing all season. We've been struggling offensively and finally got a game back at home and my teammates were hitting shots, so none of this is ever possible without them. Thomas was one of six Sun players to score in double figures, entering Game 4 Sunday. Connecticut is 4-0 in elimination games this postseason. Thursday night football saw Kansas City beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24, going up for good on Jalen Watson's 99-yard pick six of Justin Herbert in the fourth quarter. Back home, the Washington Commanders first-round rookie Jahan Dotson is the NFL Rookie of the Week. This after only one game in the NFL, while 2021 first-round pick Jamin Davis is still trying to have an impact on the defense in year two, Jack Del Rio. I mean, he's got to play better. He didn't play very well last week. I know he expects to play better, so he'll be challenged to play better. Okay, Jamin, how do you do that? Doing the things I've been doing, like like I said, all offseason, just trying to be more consistent, trying to be more of a playmaker, trying to be a lot faster. So, I mean, I know what I should have did and what I shouldn't have been doing, so, I mean, we just move on from there. On the injury front, still no Wes Schweitzer on the field, and Cole Holcomb was a new addition to the injury list with a quad in this week's dc sports huddle we discuss how injuries will impact both the commanders and the lines in detroit on sunday rob woodfork wtop sports thanks rob 116 friday morning on wtop among the top stories we're following for you this hour on tlp that tentative contract deal to avoid a nationwide strike by freight and rail workers will deliver 24 percent raises and five thousand dollar bonuses over five years but it will also apparently address some of their concerns about strict attendance rules and time off. A rail strike could have been devastating to America's economy. Federal judge has appointed, as we've just been talking about, Raymond Deary, a former federal prosecutor and judge, to serve as the so-called special master to review documents seized during the FBI search of former President Trump's home last month. And GOP candidate for Maryland Governor Don Cox formally opposing the State Board of Elections attempt to begin counting mail-in votes for the November election on October 31st. The Board of Elections asking the courts to allow it, and Cox has now filed a motion opposing that request. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Spring is for cherry blossoms, but starting in mid to late October, it's the blazing fall foliage that draws visitors to all kinds of places, ranging from Virginia's Blue Ridge to Maryland's mountains. So will this year be a good one for fall colors or not? The falling leaves Drifts by my window. Before the leaves fall, we can expect vibrant colors this year, according to John Seiler, professor of forest biology at Virginia Tech. That's in part due to recent rainfall that reduces stress on trees. He says if trees don't get enough rain heading into fall, they'll tend to be a little less vibrant in the red colors, and they'll also tend to go a little early and maybe drop their leaves a little early. Peak season in our region from mid to late October, says Siler. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A Friday morning, 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Ian. We go right to the Capitol Beltway, and we got something strange on the Wilson Bridge. On the outer loop, the through lanes on the Wilson Bridge shut down. All I can see are amber lights flashing in the distance. I really can't determine what's going on, whether it's work or whether we have an incident on the bridge itself. But in any event, the through lanes across the Wilson Bridge on the outer loop heading from Alexandria toward Oxon Hill, 
Those lanes are blocked. You have to stay with the locals to make that transition from Virginia into Maryland. This does not affect the inner loop, but again, the outer loop, the through lanes on the Wilson Bridge blocked for something. The likes of which we're not altogether sure. If you've got eyes on it, better eyes than we've got, frankly, give us a shout. 866-304-WTOP will tell you, will tell the world what you told us. On the rest of the Capitol Beltway outer loop, there is work on beginning at the Georgetown Pike with two right lanes getting by. Another work zone on the ramp from the outer loop to go west on I-66. That's a single left lane to get by. Then after the Little River Turnpike, that's two to the right to get by. And then on the outer loop after Eisenhower Avenue, before the local and through lane split off, two left lanes blocked by work. 95 northbound, the work near the Centerport Parkway, much better to get through now. Left lane getting by. 66 westbound after the before the Dulles Connector Road, a left lane is blocked there. Outside the Beltway, westbound traffic on 66 before you get to exit 57 for Route 50. Fair Oaks, right lane gets by that work zone. Eastbounders, you'll find the work near 123, and that's a left lane to get by. And in Maryland, Greenbelt Road, eastbound near Walker Drive, lanes remain blocked for a crash in what is going to be a utility work zone. You're going to be diverted at Kettleworth Avenue. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We have seen some beautiful weather over the last couple of days, and that trend is going to continue right on through the weekend. Look for uh, low temperatures, though, on your Friday morning to start off on the cool side. You may even need the jacket when you step outside in some parts of the area, but we're going to warm up quickly, so if you forget it, no worries. The sun's going to do its job, warm things up, upper 70s to low 80s. On Saturday, going for a high of 84. Sunday, a high temperature of 88 degrees as more heat tries to build. And Monday, yeah, look at a high of 90. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, 65 at Reagan National, 56. BWI Marshall, a degree warmer, 57 at Dulles. We are at 59 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. This check, 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, September 16th on WTLP. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. WTOP at 1:21. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24/7 365. Washington's top news 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Dean Lane on WTOP. Here's Clarice Grove, the small business development manager for Prince William County Economic Development. On the discussion, creating opportunities for SMBs and startups to thrive in Northern Virginia. Sponsored by Prince William County Economic Development. We're here to make sure that they feel empowered as a business owner. They have subject matter experts to talk to and say, hey, could you look at my business plan? Or is this really the industry that I want to get into? Or am I going to have the customers that I hope to have? Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Small Business September. 45% of new businesses fail within the first five years. That's a statistic that business leaders in Prince William County want to change in their community. The small business team at Prince William County Economic Development is on a mission to educate and empower one of the fastest growing business networks in Virginia. Visit pwcded.org slash small business to schedule a complimentary one-on-one meeting and learn how you can take your business beyond in Prince William County. This is WTOP News. Friday morning, September 16th. Thanks for spending your early hours with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app, where the time now is 122. America gets an economic reprieve this week, at least for now. A tentative agreement between freight rail workers' unions and the railroads avoids a strike now that would have crippled the nation's fragile supply chain. 
The union still have to formally ratify the deal, though. This morning, Rob Hanfield, the executive director of Supply Chain Resource Cooperative at North Carolina State University, explains how close we were to economic disaster. We came very close to economic chaos, I would say. The railroads are really the lifeblood of our economy. They move grain, they move oil, they move chemicals, they move lumber, they move everything that we rely on in terms of products. Having them shut down would have been catastrophic. And I think they knew that. I think the union knew that as well. And I think their demands were reasonable. I mean, their employees have really, really pushed around quite a bit. A lot of them were made to go in even when they were sick or were penalized if they called in sick. And during COVID, that just isn't fair to really push people like that. And I think that was one of the main reasons that they were pushing back. And fortunately, the Biden administration brought people to the table uh, to help them resolve those issues, at least tentatively. Give us a temperature check right now on the state of the nation's supply chain and where things need to improve right now. Well, we're still in a bit of a mess. I was at a conference this week and in the electronic sector, we're still seeing shortages of a lot of different semiconductors for different electronic products in automotive as well. We're still seeing major shortages of different goods. There's a lot of bottlenecks still in the ports and the railways. There's still the truck driver shortages we talked about last time I was on. Unfortunately, it's not getting a lot better. On top of that, as you know, we have very high inflation. Demand exceeds supply, so prices go up. And so we're likely going to see inflation for about the next, well, I'd say six to eight months and, and ongoing shortages as well of certain types of products. That's Rob Hanfield, the executive director of Supply Chain Resource Cooperative, located at the North Carolina State University, in a conversation with Mark and Deb. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The WTOP Charity of the Month is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Join LLS for Light the Night this October as they gather in Frederick, Baltimore, Rockville, Reston, and Washington, D.C. to bring light to the darkness of cancer. You won't want to miss this family-friendly evening in memory and in honor of those who have been impacted by blood cancer. Learn more at lightthenight.org mid-AT. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. Friday morning, 125. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Thursday losses on Wall Street. The Dow down 173 points. The Nasdaq lost another 1.5%. Adobe stock fell after agreeing to pay $20 billion for startup web design app Figma, the most ever paid for a private software company. Ford will introduce a newly redesigned gas-powered Mustang in 2024, possibly the last gas muscle car from Detroit. Middleburg will use a budget surplus to stabilize and repair the historic Asbury Church built in the 1820s. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. PAI Medical Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP Hair Restoration Treatments take only 45 minutes with no downtime. Right now, when you receive PRP treatments, you'll receive $500 off when you call 